When Martin Lawrence was in that chair, we talked about Blue Streak. I love it. He played a role in your life, I believe. How do you feel about him as a person, as an artist? Martin Lawrence is the guy that showed everybody you can make it from D.C. to Hollywood. And uh, I had a personal stake in his success. Every time he did something, it made me feel inspired and really good. And he was always real nice to me. He'd sit me down, what's going on with you, baby boy? What, what? We'd talk about comedy, whatever. And, uh, you know, when we did Blue Streak, we were promoting it, and Martin had a stroke. He almost died. And then after that, I saw him, and I was like, oh, my God, Martin, are you okay? And he said, I got the best sleep I ever got in my life. <laughs> That's how tough he is. So let me ask you this. What is happening in Hollywood that a guy that tough will be on the street waving a gun, screaming, they are trying to kill me? Yeah. What's going on? Why is Dave Chappelle going to Africa? Why does Mariah Carey make a $100 million deal and take clothes off on TRL? It, a weak person cannot get to sit here and talk to you. Ain't no weak people talking to you. So what is happening in Hollywood? Nobody knows. The worst thing to call somebody is crazy, is dismissive. I don't understand this person, so they're crazy. That's bullshit. These people are not crazy. They're strong people. Maybe the environment is a little sick. wake up san francisco song because mm -hmm. it's morning time baby oil and blow this week on the podcast that's right morning drive with baby oil and the blue Doing a lot of weird rescheduling trying to get this thing done these days and uh life's weird it's, these it's, days it's, man it's, it's the afternoon it's not really morning but yeah. you're living that scumbag life right. this afternoon yeah you're kindly enough to bring over some coors banquets and cans and some munchkins yep. so that we could start this thing off right yeah got to get my energy up if i'm yeah. ready to podcast yeah you worked last night we got weekend war. I didn't want you stuff going sleepy on. and slow. Yeah, coming hot and fresh off that movie we watched this yeah. week. You know, end yeah. credits literally just rolled. I'm still still absorbing all Good this, trying to get my thoughts really. together. Yeah, like yeah. Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be raw right here. This is gonna be just just, just my emotions, my, my my real emotional reaction to this thing. I got a pumpkin spice munchkin going oh, right now. Man. Yeah. Those, those pumpkin That's spices, right they're they're. That's how you know that the, right. the seasons are changing. And they, yeah. Duncan starts uh, putting pumpkin spice and everything. I like it. It's the boogity season. People are poo-pooing pumpkin spice. They're like, oh, everything's pumpkin spice. Yeah. White people like pumpkin spice. They do. It's because it's good. They love it. Fall time, what's better than some domestic beer mm -hmm. and uh, well, pumpkin a spice. spice to spice things up for you? Munchkins, yeah. you know? Oh, probably the other one of those. Mm. That's some rich cocoa flavor you get going on in... And those, yeah. those black ones. Yeah, chocolate is what they call that now. Now, where do you rank Munchkins up next to uh, our brothers from the north, the Timbits? The Timbits? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm not mistaken, I think there's a wider variety of Timbits available than there's yeah. Munchkins. These kind of stick to the classic, like, one or two different flavors here. I know we had them uh, when we were up in 
uh, Tirano playing a couple shoes. Oh, yeah. That's but uh, good time. the Timbits really get outshadowed by that homeless old woman yeah. that dropped trowel in the middle of the Tim Hortons. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Anything come out of her after that, or is she just taking her pants uh, off? Just, yeah, just She's walking around the Tim like Hortons without pants. Tim Hortons, yeah. Yeah. She didn't fire hose the floor or anything. No. Nothing, nothing that those minimum wage employees had to take care of. We were all kind of expecting it, and then it was like, yeah, mm, maybe she's just letting it's it turn air out. right there. Yeah, you know? it's, it's no problem. Get some get some air on it every it was, once in a while. You got to. It was dead of winter. She couldn't, couldn't really air it out on, on the street, so had to come in somewhere where there was a little heat, stay warm. Yeah, it gets cold up there. They got all those underground tunnels, so you can get from building to building. Yeah, I imagine a lot of a lot of pooping happens down there. Oh, gotta be probably a lot of pooping and peeing yeah. going on down in those tunnels during the winter time. Some of the friendliest homeless people, though, up there, like they were happy to help with directions. Anytime. You know, I noticed a um, direct turn over the years in the homeless population of uh, Toronto. There, yeah, to where in the late nineties, early two thousands, yeah, I was like. There's not very many homeless people here. Like the ones that are here seem to be pretty chill and yeah. not just like, you know, should be in a mental hospital like all the homeless people right. around where we live. Mm-hmm. And then the last couple of times I was there, I was just like, oh, my God, things took a turn for the worse in this town. These are like Chicago level, just like crazy screeching homeless people. Yeah. And there's a lot more of them now. Wow. Didn't Toronto get a little rough? I think it must have. It's gone from uh, a squeaky clean, boring Canadian city to real, real actual city now. What do I got to... Yuck. What do Time I got to move out, people. What do I need to get to? Uh, the Peg? Montreal? Wait, pegging? The Peg. Oh, yeah. The Montreal bums are... They got that French bum energy where uh, they, they're too good to even bother with you. Uh, like, they're going to put their yeah, nose up you. Like, yeah. yeah. Give me some fucking wine and then get out of my face, basically. Yeah, they're all like the rats from Ratatouille, from what I understand about Paris culture. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. French people, like rats. Yeah. You've been watching a lot of uh, those Nazi propaganda videos. Yeah. What's going on here? Regularly. He's calling people rats. It's yeah. very disconcerting. I think you need uh, to stop watching those things. Hey man, it's baby oil and blow. It's an action stravaganza. Yep. Shoot 'em up, mm-hmm. palooza, snort 'em up, shoot 'em down. Been a lot of action in my day so Pass far for around. it to be this early in the day. Yeah, you've accomplished a lot, you know, man. Like, Act in a lot of action. Probably just hang it up after this, call it a night. I am uh, one half your host. I get up to. I am Matt O. I got nothing on my agenda. You got nothing at all. With me, as always, mm-hmm. he is the Doug to my Bob McKenzie. He oh, wow. is Nate Adams. Uh, hoy, hoy, everybody. Um, a, I guess. Yeah, there yeah. you go, hoser. Huh? I've been talking about Canada a lot. Yeah. Canadian-themed podcast. Suddenly. Yeah. Makes sense, you know, with the movie we're covering. Oh, no. That's, no, no, that's no. an old r- oh. white racist trope. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> you, can't, you can't say that. Calling them Canadians? Yeah. fly under the radar anymore? No. People know what that means when, oh. when you say that? Just millions of people's white fathers had to find a new code word yeah. for it. I wonder if people who don't live in, like, uh, small white towns ever knew that that was a... A dumb racist term that yeah. old white guys would use yeah. at bars. Uh, Canadians moved in. Good job. Nobody picked up yeah. on that one. Very subtle, old man. Yeah. Very subtle. Your racism is kept under wraps so well. Barely see it behind your. Luckily, we wrap Trump ourselves in this the back uh, of gimmick of talking about '80s and '90s action movies. So yeah, we, we don't gotta hide our racism anywhere. Nah, we just put it out there and say that it's a bit, man. It's inferred. We're just doing bits. You can't cancel us bit. for all the horrible yeah. shit we say. 
We hate them all. It was all a get a laugh, baby. Yeah, that's right. Lighten up, loser. Yeah, is that what we're doing? I don't know. I don't this, know anymore. There's two sides Lines. of the coin. Lines have been blurred. There are racist people who need to stop being racist, and there okay. are people that need to lighten up, you know? We're, we're riding that razor's yeah. edge every day. Yeah. I, who knows what's going to happen to us? Well, Steve from Blue's Clues came back to save us all, so... Wait, what did he... He got outed as a racist or something? No, he just came back. I'm not up on all the news. He's just back. Oh, he's he's making Blue's Clues again. I don't know. Does he get, like, probably a bunch of surgery to keep his boyish looks, I imagine? Does he have, like, surgery face? No, he just wears a hat now. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Good for him. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that was a dog, right? Yeah. He had a He looked pretty human. Dog. Maybe he that's did have was, surgery. That's why there was. Oh yeah, the dog. Involved. Yeah, the dog. Yeah, that dog's a little, little bit after my time. That show. Is, yeah, is, mine is my too. Point. I never. I never saw it. Just saw pictures Same of that nice. guy looking creepy. Yeah. Whenever there's a grown man like doing children's programming, it yeah. is always creepifying. And then who would do that with their life? Comes out that he quit the show because he's friends with flaming lips. Makes me think maybe he shouldn't have been in front of kids ever. Oh no, he. It's probably got to be spreading some diseases yeah. to the children. Right. He's going from flaming lip shows right into the studio. How high? I don't do like you, to see that. How high do you think he is for like half of that show? You would have to be on something to do that shit. Yeah. Well, these munchkins know. aren't dosed, are they? They're what? Uh, these things aren't dosed, are they? I'm gonna get like high as shit halfway through this uh, no, podcast. No, I made able to finish it. I made tacos last night with special seasoning and tried to watch that malignant movie. Oh wow. Yeah. Um. Did you go to the theater for that? No, it's on the HBO Max. Okay, I had no idea. Um, I tried to go to the theater to watch yeah. that like a sucker. Yeah, what happened? And I walked out within 20 minutes because I was literally the only person in the theater not talking. Hmm. There was like not anybody you could shush because hmm. like everyone was talking throughout the entire movie. And well, I was just like, well, I'm not going to do this. Well, you can uh, watch it on... HBO tonight. Do that now. It's going to be nice for me. You'll be incredibly bored silence, by yourself. The silence of this empty house. Yeah. It's, it's my natural habitat. Yeah. I shouldn't go out there into the world. What am I thinking? It might, it might not be that quiet in here because there might be a lot of you going, good Lord, this is a really bad movie. Okay, because that's yeah. the impression I was getting in the first mm-hmm. 20 minutes, but I was, I was warned about that. Like, oh, it, it, it starts off pretty bad, but then it gets crazy, and I was like... I can't sit here and wait for it to get crazy listening to all these people talking. I'm not even paying attention to what's happening in this. Thing. That movie tapped me out, made me fall asleep 10:30 on a oh, Saturday no. night with only a half hour left. Maybe so I won't watch it. I'll go check out that Shang Chi that nobody's talking about. Oh yeah, it made a lot of money. That's I I saw that too. I was like, mm-hmm. literally nobody has mentioned one word about that thing to me. Aquafina Nate. People can't stop people talking about these Marvel movies. To the point where I'm like, stop talking to me about superhero movies. I am an adult man. This one, yeah, peep. I haven't heard one person say they've seen it. Respect Nate's tattoo that says DC or GTFO. You knew about that tattoo? I thought I was hiding that thing. No, I saw it. Matt, we've been uh, talking about action comedies all month. Hell yeah. It's been this whole thing we've been doing. Yeah. It's our Just for Laughs month here on Baby Oil and Blow. We've been doing a lot of chuckling, I'll tell you right there. Always. Some guffaws here and there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's been a good time. Let's get into uh, the, the, the rundown of our movie for this week. A little controversial. The movie got picked, but we put that 
the uh, yeah, this is the episode you're not supposed to be hearing. Yeah, Tom Rock tried to come in and shut this whole thing down. Yeah. He was like, "Hell no, you can't cover this movie. It's not allowed." And yeah. we were like, "Tom Rock, we do what we want. We've got some Martin Lawrence esque energy yeah. to to this podcast. You can't tell us how to do it." Right, and besides, we put you a hear about police academy. Fuck you. You know, we put it up to a vote to the crowd. We left it in their hands, and they all wanted to hear Blue Streak. Yeah. Sorry if Tom was the only guy that wanted to hear about That's police true. academy. Maybe he should have voted. It's like six hundred to one. You know, yeah, <sighs> big red. That's what we call him. He's a communist. This week, the Tom rundown Rockies. is being brought to us by uh, VH1, mm. uh, formerly a music network for yeah, middle-aged people. I remember. People. Yeah. Now they just run uh, reruns of Martin all night long. Do they? Which is good, yeah. I thought it was going to be like pussy rejuvenation commercials when you're at the bar, like you're, you're watching ridiculousness pretty much mm-hmm. while, you're, while you're drinking your booze. Duh. But then ridiculousness, it ends at 2 a.m. Oh. So there's a little bit of a, a moment of panic. Like, well, yeah. ridiculousness isn't on the TV anymore? What are we going to do? So I got do? an hour or two to fill here. Yeah, so... The, you spend the next hour watching reruns of Walker, Texas Ranger uh-huh. on that like Jesus Network or yeah, whatever plays that. Yeah. And then that's over and ooh, straight into that 3 a.m. block of ooh, Martin that starts out on the VH1. Martin. Next time you find yourself blind drunk at a local dive bar at 3 in the morning, uh, don't leave because it's past last call and you're not legally allowed to be there. Tell yeah. them to throw some Martin up on the TV. That's you're right. You're still going to have a good time. Yeah, we got to finish these eight drinks that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's your last call? Yeah, I'll do six. Give me six more. Give me six. I'm not going home. Six on top of the eight. That place is depressing. Yeah, I got no place to be. Mm-mm. I got no agenda. None. The uh, rundown is of 1999's Blue Streak. Oh, yeah. This is Great movie. year. Better movie. With a runtime of 93 minutes. Oh! Short enough where you're able to get it in in the morning and then do a early AM podcast about it. Early morning, getting it in. This is a film... Budget thirty six million dollars. That's nice. So, That's a tidy, good chunk of change for tidy little budget. Nice mid budget comedy, the uh-huh. likes of which Hollywood used to make and have now completely abandoned. Uh huh. And why? Because this thing brought back one hundred and seventeen million dollars. It was oh. a big financial success. Yeah, I'd say wildly successful. Furthered the career of uh, some key actors. You know, got everybody a payday. Why aren't we making movies like this anymore? Why aren't we making Blue Streak too? Everything's got to make one billion dollars or it's a failure. Yeah. Come on, man. What are you doing? You've lost your way. That's why we're talking to me about these Marvel movies. That's why we don't have a middle class anymore. It's because we forgot about the middle class movies. Big big financial success. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes score on this thing. Uh, a mere 36%. Not not a hit with the critics, as wow. it turns out. This is this is a movie of the people, Matt. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's not for the uh, bourgeoisie over here. It's for the 36% of us that are smarter than mm-hmm. the rest of you ham and eggers. Right. Sure. Uh, director of this film, a man called, uh, what's his name? Les Mayfield, as it turns out. Uh, this is a guy who had a weird career, basically only in the 1990s. Weirdly successful, I'd say. Made Encino Man, mm-hmm. maybe the best Pauly Shore movie. I don't know. It's in the run-in. It's in the conversation. I bring it up all sure. the time when we're talking Pauly Shore. Then he just started making weird like family film remakes of old movies. Like I like that. that. Flubber remake and that Miracle on 34th Street remake. Those had to be big paychecks for and that, And he dude. made Blue Streak. And One of like, them had Robin Williams. That was kind of it. A couple more like swings at weird action movies that nobody saw after this, and he, cool. he went away. Where's Blue Streak 2? That's, that's what I want to know. He didn't go away. He finished his career. He told every guess, story yeah, he needed so. to tell. Go out on top. Leave him wanting more. Yeah. Always leave him. True Artur. Showbiz rule. 
Matt, we've got Showbiz Royalty starring in this movie right here. It's big names. Big names. Number name. one, we've got Martin Lawrence in this film playing Miles Logan, who's a jewel thief. Oh, I messed up. I should have had that uh, rap horn ready for oh, that. Sure, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a big that's, announcement. Uh, you know Martin Lawrence. Uh, he was the angry DJ in all the House Party movies, which oh, yeah. I rewatched the original House Party the other night. Totally holds up. Yeah. That's an entertaining watch right there. That kid... Uh-huh. He had some acting chops. He could he could perform some comedy. He sort of he had did. a bit of a Jim Carrey rubber face thing yeah. going on. He was a funny guy. Play play not very entertaining. He no. was just along for the ride. Yeah. You get it like a kid in Lawrence. That is a two hander. That oh, could yeah. that could have been a comedy duo yeah. right there. Classic comedy duo. Uh, you know him as playing Bobby uh, in the old guys riding motorcycles movie Wild Hogs. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Let's get the. Air horn Wild Hogs Wild gets Hogs. the air horn. We love that one. Uh, most recently, we saw him uh, being a dolphin tour captain, Captain Whack, in uh, the movie The Beach Bum. That was, that was a good one, too. Yeah, we love that movie, Captain uh, Whack. Of course, he played D- radio DJ Martin Payne on the wildly successful sitcom Martin. Oh! Kind of, kind of led into the star in this film, which uh, I guess this, also we should note that this film came three years after he was arrested for wandering around in the streets, waving a gun around and screaming at the top of his lungs. Allegedly. Come back. This is a big comeback for Martin Lawrence yeah, right here. I yeah. think this this was after that incident? Three years after Man, that. he's doing great here. Yeah, I thought that was crazy too. I was like, oh, what's this? Like right before that happened and then his career tanked? And I was like, yeah. no, no, they were still putting him in shit after this. Wow. Good for him. What a killer. Matt, Peter Green is in this movie playing mm-hmm. the character Deacon, mm. who's another jewel thief, but like a bad guy jewel oh, thief. Oh, he's bad. Not like a good guy jewel thief like he's, Martin Lawrence is. He's always been bad. Tell everybody how yeah, bad he's well, always we, been. So bad that we saw him playing a goon in the movie Judgment Night. And then we saw him playing a goon in the movie Under Siege 2, Dark Territory. He's officially a Triple Crown winner now Woo! here on Baby One Blow. This Peter Green. He's One playing, air horn. Playing a bad two air horns. Three air horns. Really leaning into that air horn, huh? Yeah, well, you know, okay. getting people awake. Uh, Dave Chappelle is in this film. Yeah, playing, Dave Chappell. Playing Tully, the mm-hmm. getaway driver. Uh, you remember this guy. He got pretty famous for playing uh, Achu in the movie Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Oh, people loved him in that. People loved him in that. He was the black guy in it. Uh, yeah, he's got to have one. Yep. Uh, we saw him as Pinball Parker, a small role in the movie Con Air. So this, we did. This is the second time he's been on this what? podcast. What? He's two-time? He's, he's, he's going to get there, you know? He's going to get there sometime. <laughs> That's a two-air horn yeah, right okay. there. Get two of them. Uh, also, he got wildly famous himself for having a TV show with his name in the title, just like Martin did. Oh, uh, what was the name of that show? Uh, him and Jim Brewer, they remember, were neighbors. It made him go crazy. Yeah, it was and a spinoff of quit, Tool Time. Quit entertainment, and now he lives in a small town in Ohio, apparently. It's fucked up that that... that fucking weird. You know, that Tool Time spinoff Big never... Ohio, it sucks. Never really came together, and he just lost his mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a shame. It's, we were all wanting to see that one, too. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do a little run of the women in this movie, too, because this isn't just a guy's flick. There's You're always doing a run lots, of the women, Nate. Lots of roles for women in this movie. Oh, yeah. First off, uh, Tamala Jones is in this movie. Janice. You don't got to tell me. Uh, the far too attractive woman playing the ex-girlfriend of Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Who you think is probably going to be like, oh, he's going to have to like win her back. And that's right. going to be the character arc of this. But then she never shows up again. Uh-uh. Uh, Nicole, Ar- oh wait, I should say, you remember her from being Nikki in the movie Booty Call. Hell yeah. You a fan of Booty Call? Booty Call, Booty Call, Booty Call. With, uh, 
this girl I knew in high school's dad one one day as I was waiting for her to like get ready. We were gonna go out. It was just me and him nice. down in the little rumpus room watching booty call. It was it was a good time. You know I'm more of a tripping guy. Oh no, wait, I really do like booty yeah, call. That is a good movie. Nicole Ari Jones is in this movie as Melissa Green, uh, mm-hmm. a lawyer, an yeah. uptight lawyer who kind of chafes against Martin Lawrence at first, and you're like, okay, these two are gonna be at odds, but then probably They'll like. Fuck. He's going to end up winning her over. He's got to fuck one of these ladies. One of the big character. But no, she doesn't really do anything no. in the movie either. No. Uh, you remember her as being porn star Becky Barnett in Boogie Nights. Ooh, yeah. Matt, an Academy Award winner is in this movie. <laughs> Octavia Spencer, she's in this movie. So She's got to have a pretty... This is going to be the big female This is going to be a big role yeah, here. She's, they're going to give her a Positive lot to chew on. Positive influence to the to women. Uh, no, she's, she shows up as a, a lady who gets made fun of for being fat in one scene and oh. ne- never shows up again. Oh. You remember her, of course, for making that poop pie in The Health? Yes. Give that lady an Oscar. She made a poop pie. She's also that terribly sexy, sexy attractive lead in the hit film Ma. Oh, I got that right here. It's erotic. Sue Ann, the character Sue yeah. Ann. That's a, Ma. She's great in that movie. She plays Ma. Underrated little uh, horror yeah. flick, I thought. I thought that one was a I'd lot of fun. i call it erotic thriller. Yeah, also, she helped uh, Sally Hawkins have sex with the Gill Man in uh, The Shape of Water, so... Oh, yeah. It's a varied career here. I tell you what, I liked that old white lady getting naked and masturbating Oh, all yeah, that that's a good way to start a movie. Yeah. That's how you... It did things for me. Okay, now, now that we're through that, let's get back uh-huh. into the meat of the things. Okay. The, the men who are in this movie. Yeah, the men bringing the meat... Baby Wimble's favorite here. Not what? a guy we've no. gotten to talk too much because he Ooh. doesn't pop up in action movies all that often. Luke Wilson is in this movie. Oh, yeah. Playing Luke Wilson. Carlson. He's a cop. He's a cop who gets an unexpected partner oh. in, in a strange twist, man. Oh, boy. Does he really? Uh, he played escaped mental patient Anthony Adams in Bottle Rocket. Mm-hmm. He was the sweatpants-wearing half-bonered brother Ben in The Family Stone. Holy crow. Uh, he was the guy who had sex with an underage Alicia Cuthbert, Mitch in old school. Yeah. This guy, one of Hollywood's great straight men. I'm going to say that right Absolutely. now. Yeah. Absolutely. Freaking Lutely. Another guy we love. John Hawks is in this movie. Johnny Hawks. Playing Eddie. He's another jewel thief on the crew. He is. He kind of doesn't stick around for, for very long in this no. movie. I was kind of hoping we were going to get more John Hawks when I saw him in the credits, but that didn't really work out. No. He was Uncle Teardrop in Winter's Bone. He was a cult leader, Patrick, and Martha Marcy May Marlene. Mm-hmm. He was the sheriff's Jew partner, Saul Starr in Deadwood. He was. It's fucking John Hawks. It's that guy with the skinny face. He's a great actor. Yeah, he was fucking that prostitute, Trixie. Oh, yeah, I would have, too. I was a big fan of hers. Yeah. She's a nice lady. Yeah. Good, uh, good gal. Come, come, coming up at the end here, guy we, we can't go by without mentioning, because, man, we talk about this guy a lot. No. Man. This guy's a baby one all-star. No. William Forsythe is in this movie. Oh, Playing man. Detective Hardcastle, which is a cool oh, fucking name. Baby on Blow Hall of Famer. Saw him in Extreme Prejudice. That's one. Saw him in Stone Cold. That's two. Saw him in Virtuosity. That's three. Saw him in The Rock. That's four. Five times. Is this five the times. fifth? Five is this times. the fifth? Five times. Five times. Five times. Five times. This might be the guy we've talked about the most on this podcast. Ooh. Who'd have thought? Man. Thought? This guy this guy was so prolific. I always knew he was a low-key dude that I loved, but when you start digging into this shit for real, you realize, like, man, that guy was in a lot of movies. Yeah, I can't wait till we do uh, Dick Tracy just to cover him one more time, you oh. know? Oh, that's that's got to be on the docket soon, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. Tagline of this film, Matt. Action for the kids. What month will that be? He's a cop that's not 
I like it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a thinker. It's like, yeah. what? What does that mean? I don't know. I should watch this movie to find out Let's more, I guess. Let's find out more with this plot synopsis. Miles Logan is a jewel thief who just hit the big time by stealing a huge diamond. Which I guess for a jewel thief, that would be hitting the big time. Like yeah. Steal a huge diamond. Yeah. However, after two years in jail, he comes to find out that he hid the diamond in a police building that was being built at the time of the robbery. In an attempt to regain his diamond, he poses as an LAPD detective. Oh, man. What? Mark Lawrence is a cop? This is going to be crazy. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh. Okay, yeah, there it is. There's a trailer. I thought you had something on the docket for us there. Okay. We had had to give the seriousness to what's happening in this movie. Matt, that was the rundown. Oh, okay. Let's get into our next segment, which we call Bullet Points. Pew, pew, where we pew. dig through our notes. We talk about all the things that jumped out at us as we were watching the film, because that's what we do with our time. We yeah. watch Blue Streak and take notes on it. Yeah. Matt, what was your first we're bullet point? We're the first peop- two people to say that. Um, what a fucking crew. Wow. Just talking about all those names in the opening credits there, just one just, after another, just lining them up. Just our diamond heist crew to start the film. No, we that's got, true. Yeah, we All-star got our team here. You know, the bad guy from the mask, mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence, oh, cool. Johnny F. and Hawks, wow, and Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. That's huge. It's strange. If, if if you were to ask me if those guys were ever in a movie together before yeah. seeing this, I'd have been like, probably not. That doesn't seem like a thing. More specifically, were they ever a Diamond Heist crew? <laughs> Certainly. That's not a real thing. That's couldn't have happened in a movie. Well, thanks to Martin Lawrence, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, so uh, fucking William Forsythe also gets the and credit. So baller move right yeah. there. Right oh, here. yeah. Who negotiated that one for yeah. him? That's that's what sprung board him into fucking Deuce Bigelow. Had to have, yeah. Got him you don't that just, nice picture. You don't just show up in Deuce Bigelow with no. a featured role no. in a reoccurring comedy bit. That's you gotta, right. You got to lay the groundwork there. Got to let him yourself know. a career. I wrote, oh man, this movie is actually blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a little bit early before Steven Soderbergh uh, went into his crazy color filter phase yeah. in the early 2000s and ruined the aesthetics of movies. But this movie... Have I been blaming him? Is it Blue Streak that invented just like making a movie look blue? Have everything be blue? Well, it's a theme. It's called Blue Streak. Okay, the whole yeah, film's got a blue streak in mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So these guys are pulling off a heist. They're mm-hmm. on their radios. They're talking. We learn pretty quickly that Martin Lawrence is like the guy who knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is kind of a clown, but this guy is just like ultra competent at absolutely everything yeah. in sort of a Steven Seagal-esque fashion. Right. I was getting a lot of Seagal energy off Martin Lawrence in this movie. Everywhere yeah. he goes, everybody's talking about like how great he is, mm-hmm. like marveling at how he's the mm-hmm. best at everything he tries. Seems like this could have been a script that Seagal turned down. And he does a he does a lot of like like they still got a lot of that same like this is why I'm the best kind of delivery. Very similar actors, Seagal and Lawrence. I've always Mm. said it. I can see it now. Coming from the same school of of approach, I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're yelling at Dave Chappelle, the getaway driver, for smoking. And I was like, oh, is this classic Dave Chappelle getting high character we're gonna get here? Yeah. Is he doing some weed humor? No, it's just cigarettes. Yeah. Kind of strange, but it becomes a plot point later on. It's not a little bit. This, this movie sets things up and then it pays them off. You're gonna learn yeah. that as we go through this here. It's also not too uh, much of a ledge to be out on because that Chappelle is uh, famously a chain smoker. Oh wow, he loves his. Oh wow, he his worked into his cigarettes. character here. He tells him, yeah, tells so it like it is. The cops show up during yeah. the heist and they see that he's got a pile of butts outside the car, and they're like, 
this guy's been sitting here for a long time. For a minute. Something's not right. For a minute. So Martin saw this coming. Martin knows what, what can happen. He's a master criminal. Yeah. He's seeing things from every fucking angle here. Yeah. Except he doesn't see uh, that his partner, Peter Green, is, is an evil man. He didn't uh, see that coming, even though he's got one of the most evil faces ever. Yeah, he's the bad guy in the mask. This guy turns on everybody. He shoots John Hawks. <sighs> John Hawks falls off a roof and slams through the top of a cop car. Yeah. It was pretty violent. Very violent. I wasn't expecting Blue Streak to get so violent and have such a vicious murder so early on. Yeah. But it does. It goes there. Now, you've seen this one right before, away. right? No, no. This is a first time watch for me. Are you kidding me? Oh, no. It's absolutely not. You'd never seen Blue Streak? No. I don't know what I was doing in 1999, but it wasn't going to see Martin Lawrence movies. Oh, <laughs> That's man. That's for sure. I've seen this movie a lot of times. Yeah, I know. You, you talk, you've talked about it since we started doing movies. This one's been in the making for wow. a long time. Yeah. That's why we had to push Police Academy off of our schedule to yeah. make room for it. I know Tom Rock's out there bristling. He doesn't yeah. like it. He doesn't like to hear that. I'm not too worried because you know what Tom Rock is? What's that? Ham. <laughs> That's right. Oh, forgot we had that yeah. ham sound effect in our pocket. And if you remember. <laughs> we to go back to. We use that in negative connotation. Yeah, that's true. I guess. Got to whiteboard it for people. Sure. Okay. Go ahead. I'm trying to think of how you could make that a more versatile. <laughs> we could make it ham positive or negative depending on the uh the uh, connotation. I think yeah. we can do it. I, I think, think we, we can, can do figure it. it out. So uh, John Hawks isn't going to be in this movie anymore, yeah. I guess. Uh, things are going crazy. The cops are everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Martin fucking triggers like the fire alarm, which is like a T2 type fire alarm yeah. where there's like chemical spray. So he's got like a gas right. mask on, which is pretty cool. And he slams like a chair through a glass door and beats the shit out of a cop and stuff. And Martin Lawrence Martin is Lawrence all like being a tough guy in this movie. Martin Lawrence is all like, who set off the fire alarms? And then Luke so Wilson's bad. like, oh, wait, no, Luke no, Wilson's I'm sorry. Not <laughs> I'm, yeah, no, that's my bad. I wrote, it's pretty ridiculous watching Martin Lawrence do all this action movie tough guy stuff to but, me right now. But it was pretty believable, I was, too. I was going to say, like, I remember kind of buying watching it? Bad Boys back in the day, though. And like, I wasn't like, oh, Martin Lawrence is a little Weasley shrimp. He can't be doing action stuff. Yeah. So is this just with modern eyes that I was thinking it looked a little ridiculous? No. If I watched a Bad Boys movie these days, would I, would I not be buying it? You would not. Will Smith cucks oh. Martin Lawrence's energy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Will Smith is intimidated by how much energy Martin Lawrence has. There's a third one now, right? That third yeah. one came Yeah, Bad out? Boys for Life. Oh, I gotta check that out. That's on Stars, on that where you can also find... Blue streak right now. Okay. So sign up for your, you know, seven day trial. I would have said for decades that stars are stupid and not worth it. You just proved that wrong to me right now. Sounds like stars is great. I already know you have the channel because where else are you watching the hit television show Heels? Okay. Yeah. With Stephen Amell and CM Punk. Of course. Your favorite actors. Everyone's watching that. Yeah. That's all anybody's been talking about. Uh, Martin's diehard knit through the vents here because there's cops all over the yeah. place. He's got a big diamond that he stole. He's right. got to try to get it out of there. He's very good in these vents. He just really looks like a little rat skitter scattering around. You're right. It's, it's the most believable thing he does in this movie, just being tiny enough to scuttle through vents. He's a smaller guy. Yeah. I notice here, too, uh, the score is just straight up a lethal weapon score. Uh-huh. It's just lethal weapon electric guitar throughout yeah. this entire movie, basically. Yeah. Very appreciated. Yeah, they're they're just setting a mood. Just setting. Like, you know, know what the tone of this thing is. Hey, this it's is basically lethal weapon. You're familiar with this. Mm-hmm. You're okay. You're safe uh, here. Martin eventually gets surrounded by the cops and taken to jail. And 
Whew, that's a setup for this movie. Yeah. A little, little first act right there. Condensed, short, gets it out of the way. Yeah. Now we're going to move on to this story here. Don't forget, he hid that diamond in the air vent. Oh, very important. You guys see that? Going he's taped up. He's like, I'm going to... It's going to be a thing we're discussing a lot, Yeah, where he, that diamond is in the air vent. Cops arrest him, and he's like, all right, I remember the address. It's in the AC vent, third floor, North Wing. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Next scene, he's getting out of jail. Two he's years later. Two years later, he's... uh. Just doing a lot of riffing about like only having one shoelace. Yeah. Just a lot of Martin Lawrence riffing here. What you gonna do with that other shoelace, man? Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. Floss your ass. He yeah. asks the guy if he's gonna yeah. floss his ass with it. Yeah. And then he gives him a whoo after he hits that line. Martin he's Lawrence feeling it, man. was dynamite with just like fifth to sixth grade comebacks. Oh, yeah. It was just like very good. I'm going to say you're a fifth or a sixth grader. Yeah. You're loving everything coming out of this guy's mouth. I'm going to say a thing that doesn't really exist, but you know, you don't want to be on the receiving end of it. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. You, you don't want to get dissed out on no. the playground by a Martin Lawrence. Thank Fucking you. It's just the art of the get ruined. Martin Lawrence. He had it. Also here at this scene, he's got a lot of energy during his getting out of jail scene. Yeah. He's been there a couple years. It's a couple years after he was arrested for going crazy in real life. He's tapping into those experiences yeah. to inform his performance here. Is he knows what it's like, like to a be a true professional, man. probably. Yeah. Uh, next scene, he goes back to the, the address where he stashed this mm-hmm. diamond to try and figure out what's going to happen here and sees, uh-oh, Matt. It's it's a police station they were building. Yeah. That diamond's now inside of a police station. It sure is. What's he going to do? He's going to do a lot of physical comedy where he's disbelieving what he's seeing and he's stomping around all crazy in the middle of the street. Probably looked a lot like when he was stomping around all crazy in the middle of the street, yelling in real life, and the cops arrested him that time, yeah, I would yeah, assume. Yeah. Once again, he's just, this is real life stuff here. This is, this is a real actor. He's yeah. putting all this stuff in his performance. It's 1999. Uh, you know, there was no push for equality. Mm-hmm. So black people especially were still afraid of cops here. Sure. And uh, he... Glad we've taken care of all that. He walks right into a cop. Mm. And, oh uh, yeah, we get some 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 cop comedy there. Like, quickly does like the cops. oh hey oh hey I don't want no smoke man. That's funny. You're back before. Yeah, there was camera phones, <laughs> but you know we should probably so all that footage, of, all that stuff that happens every day. Establish that. Cops are doing every day. You can still you can still yeah. make cops are scary jokes. People liked it. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, well, you how's know, he gonna get into that I, police department? I was gonna eh? say, Matt, uh, we all love Martin Lawrence. Yeah. just being Martin Lawrence, right? Like you. You'd watch anything where he was just like, oh, that's charming Martin Lawrence. Throwing sure. some disses here and there. Absolutely. Being a, being a funny guy. Sign me up. But he can also do characters, Matt. <sighs> this guy, he's kind of like a triple threat right here. He's, he's got everything in his in his <sighs> repertoire, his bag of tricks. He's got a man. Ooh, just. What's he going to do here? He's going to pose as a pizza delivery guy to get this in his building. This is genius. And he's going to pull out one of his classic characters, Guy with Hillbilly Teeth. Oh, yeah. Maybe throw on a he's little a Jerry Curl in a, a tracksuit. Oh, yeah. He's, I think he's got some tiny, tiny like uh, braids going or something. Yeah. Like pokey little spike braids yeah. going on. But, but there's uh, yeah. one thing he does have. He's talking all crazy. He's doing a lot of dancing. What's a lot he of got? dance moves with these pizzas. What's he got? Well, I don't know. He's got pizza. He's got the hot pizza. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a lot of talk about hot pizzas, too. Uh, Coming at you. Masterful physical comedy. One time now. He's getting all sorts Two of time. masterful physical Break comedy. Breaking down now. Oh, I forgot. Uh, we skipped over the scene where he goes to. It doesn't even matter. To, to, to go to his ex-girlfriend's house, and you think it's going to be a big 
plot line and Octavia Spencer is there and then they just are never mentioned again. Right. Where she's like, you're a scumbag jewel thief. I'm not taking you back. And he's just kind of like, fair enough. Let's get on with the movie. I respect that. Weird scene. How did that scene get left in the movie? Appreciated. We're always like, why are they shoehorning in these relationships we don't care about? Absolutely. I'm just saying to like have whatever remnants of it, that one scene, and leave that in there, seemed weird. But it did get the trailer line, I remember, where he's yeah. talking to Octavia Spencer. He's like, you used to be all like, Biggity blow, but now you're like, blow down. Yeah. That's, that's how they sold this movie. That's yeah. what made him the $117 million or whatever. Absolutely. Oh, we got somebody. We got somebody at the door. Hello there. Come on in. Hi. Okay, we're going to pause this. Oh, no. Let- <laughs> we keep going. We keep recording here. My mother has shown up at Bay Bill and Blow Studios. We need your thoughts on Blue Streak. What? Mar- Martin the Lawrence. Martin Lawrence movie. I know you're a fan. Oh, she brought us, she brought us baked goods or something. We're still drinking beer and eating donuts. It's the morning. Yeah. Did you want a beer? <laughs> Lady's going deaf, man. That happens. Yeah, you know. You can pause it. You don't like to see it. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To be continued. Okay. Oh, wow. That was uh, unexpected. There's people in and out of the studios today. It's been. Kind of interesting. It's crazy. Those cookies, yeah. though. Uh, oh, yeah. Should I go get them? You should probably do you want me just get them right now for the show. Cookies. I'll go get them right now. You entertain the folks because I don't get a shit about uh, them. Yeah, I'll vamp here for a little bit. You go see what's going on with those cookies she brought over. Uh, we've we've ran through these munchkins, so you know we're gonna we're gonna need something else to get us through. It takes a lot of energy to do these these AM records that are actually oh, yeah. we're at four p.m. now. <laughs> we gotta stop pretending like it's the uh, the morning. This is getting real scumbaggy. I tell you what, we keep bringing food to these things, and the little lady might show up at one of these. Oh, man. We have a smorgasbord like this every week? She's, she's very food-motivated. Yeah, there's, that. there's three of these training her. cookies. I'm going to trouble myself to one of them okay. and leave you the other two. You know, I don't want to overstay my welcome here. Okay, so he's posing as the pizza delivery guy yeah. in hilarious fashion. There's some sort of like chubby guy working the door who's Mm -hmm. got a real stick up his ass. He's Mm -hmm. like, hey, man, you can't get in there unless you're a cop or you're in handcuffs, bro. We got a a card swiping mechanism going on here. Like, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a whole to do getting inside of this police station. Just putting on some hillbilly teeth and grabbing some pizza. You're going to do it, man. Enter Luke Wilson. He's a bit of a bumbler. He's a bit of a. A sad sack, this Luke Wilson character here. He's not a very good policeman or very good at being a human being, from what I can tell, this character. Mm -mm. He comes in. Martin Lawrence is doing all his crazy stuff. And he's kind of just looking at him with his Luke Wilson face. Ah, jeez. Oh, hey, Martin Lawrence steals his his swipe card thing right there. He's a cop, and he's getting getting robbed blind right here. What a fool. What a hayseed, this guy. Either way, though, Martin Lawrence... uh, has his way in, so he goes outside in the street and does a lot more crazy dancing and celebration. I just want to point out real quick. Oh, sure, yeah. Luke Let's get Wilson. Into the nitty gritty here. Luke Wilson, man, what a genius. Shows up. Okay, yeah. This cookie's good, man. Oh, you should wow. get one of those cookies, okay. man. You're going to like that. Maybe celebratory Sh- one later. He shows up in Bottle Rocket, Wes Anderson's, you know, first movie. That's right. And people are like, hey, this is a great filmmaker. This kid, Luke Wilson, he's got some real chops. Got some movie star good looks. You know? His brother seems funny, too, but he's too weird looking. Right. We're probably not going to try to make him a leading man. Uh, fucking Wes Anderson does Rushmore, gets a little right. m- more attention. 
Then all of a sudden, he makes Royal Tenenbaums. Actually, these are OR scrubs. Yeah, oh, are they? <laughs> then finally, he makes Royal Tenenbaums. He's, right, sure. he's arrived now. People mm-hmm. were excited for Royal Tenenbaums. Richie Tenenbaum, yeah. that's an iconic character. Luke right Wilson there. makes sure he gets a big role again. People dresses him for Halloween. But he just does the same thing he did in Bottle Rocket, which was play Luke Wilson. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Hollywood's like, we could put this guy in movies. He could be Luke Wilson in everything. And they tried for and a yeah, minute. Yeah, he was for, for, for a little while there. Yeah, wait till we cover home fries. My then, his, then his head got fat, and they stopped putting him in as many things. And yeah. I think that was a poor decision. Bring back Luke Wilson is what I'm saying. That's when uh, What's-His-Face, Ron Livingston, started picking up more jobs. Okay, so... Uh, oh, Steals the card. Here, man. Yeah. He goes to his old guy that used to make him Uncle IDs. Lou. He goes to Uncle yeah. Lou. He's yeah. like, I need a cop ID so people think that I'm a cop. He's like, my diamonds are the police station. I need to become a cop. So then he's watching the TV show Cops to learn how to become a cop. What do you think of this scene? This is a pretty funny scene. You like this he's scene? He's just in like, some sleazy motel room yeah. talking to himself a lot. Yeah. Some, some, oh, put some clothes on. He smell bad. Some real cocaine energy going yeah. on in, in this scene right here. I'll tell you that much right now. Yeah, this scene they shot over two days at a... Uh, like that scene that opens Apocalypse Now where yeah. machines just yeah. freaking out in the hotel room. Yeah, it was just two days at a Red Roof Inn with Martin Lawrence just, just doing roll film. Just bags roll film. of cocaine and watching just endless episodes of Cops. So I thought there was going to be like a whole sequence where we're seeing everything he's putting together to like uh do his big plan not really probably gonna be like the big finale thing but no no just the next scene he's just dressed as a cop and he's in the police station and everything you kind of of appreciated that didn't you i i appreciated it a lot they're Um, moving along they're moving this thing along at this point i'm i'm on board with the pacing of this Mm -hmm. Uh, a a little bit at this point though some of the the talking scenes start happening because they've got to explain away why Martin Lawrence could just show yeah. up with a fake badge and we like all say ag- that he's a cop. We all agree it's hilarious, <laughs> and all the, but... And all the cops are just like, okay, uh, I guess we buy that. Yeah. And also, somehow we're going to make you our head detective here at the LAPD. Yeah. Well, not yet, not yet. Uh, not, not yet. We're talking about this pacing, though. Yeah. It happens pretty quick. Pretty it's quickly. like two scenes from now. Sure, sure. We're getting there, though. Yeah, I kind of zoned out every time they started trying to explain, like, oh, because of the paperwork or something, that's why we don't realize that this is a fake cop. And I was like, I don't care, movie. Just keep it going. Keep yep. it going right now. And they do. They yeah, do. they're like, okay, you're a cop. That's cool. Here's your new partner, Luke Wilson. Let's go solve some cases. Yeah. He's uh, he's no longer Miles Logan. He's now Malone, Detective sure, Malone. Sure. Detective Malone. Yeah. Probably, like, a... Shout out to the Burt Reynolds movie Malone, I would assume, is what he's doing there. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of a deep pull, but Martin Lawrence, big fan, we all know. Next scene, Luke Wilson's driving like a grandma, mm-hmm. and Martin is not happy about it. Mm-hmm. We got some back-and-forth buddy cop stuff happening. You One guy's it. real straight-laced, and the other guy's motor mouth and crazy. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be able to work together as buddy cops. It's great. We're kind of getting uh, uh, inverse lethal weapon here, mm. where it's, uh, mm. you know, the... Yeah. The white guy's just like, I'm just trying to get by. I don't want to make any waves here. They should have called this movie Inverse Lethal Weapon. I think they, they thought about they, it. They probably could have sold a lot more tickets if you that think was the they case. They gone. already have the fucking electric guitar in the soundtrack. They could have made it all the way to $150 million, maybe. could have got there yeah. for sure. Uh, Luke Wilson is also like, hey, remember how I seem like I'm an idiot? Well, it took me five t- tries to pass the detective test, so I am an idiot. Yeah. How many did it take you, Martin Lawrence? And he's like... Fucking Martin Lawrence. I, I ace that I'm shit, fucking man. all confidence over here, bro. Yeah. I fucking aced that detective test. Yeah. This is uh this is a great scene because 
we meet Mart or we meet Luke Wilson in the first scene mm-hmm. before this with the hot pizzas, but this is where we really, really yeah. get some Luke Wilson. Martin Lawrence is like, oh, I like to listen to some tunes when I'm doing yeah. piece work. It turns on a rap song. Yeah, Luke Wilson is like, I've never heard this radio station. That's before. good. I've never heard this station. He's yeah, trying to. Sell us on the idea that this guy doesn't know what rap music is in 1999. I tell you Luke what. Luke Wilson's got such a weird look on his face, I kind of believe it. Uh, there it is. I was waiting for you to say it. You bought it. You bought it. Luke Wilson, he guy, makes you believe. This guy delivers, man. So they show up to this case. Mm-hmm. There's a guy saying a bunch of like expensive this car rooms got stolen here. from his, uh, his, his auto shop or whatever. There's a little compound here. Yeah. And Luke Wilson's like, oh, I'm going to do everything by the book. I'm going to take your statements. Okay, very yeah. interesting. Oh, you think this is where they broke in? Martin Lawrence, he's never been a cop before, man. No. But what he has is a lot of crime skills. He's been a, he's been a burglar. He starts thief using his crime life. skills to solve this case immediately. He's yeah. like the Dr. House of being a cop, kind of, yeah. is what's going on here. He's, Dr. House is a jewel thief who'd be posed as a doctor. That's yeah. the... That's what that show is about, right? Right. He okay. was also a Jew, I There's think. Very similar stuff going on here. Um, he roomed with Anne Frank. What, what are we talking about? Getting... The hit show house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, think I have it's, no idea what we're saying. I think it's all related. Just going all Mel Gibson on me out of nowhere here. Yeah, well, you know, that's how you felt about it. I didn't yeah. say it was negative. Okay. Um, Martin Lawrence is like, dude, he didn't come in there. He came through the skylight, except he didn't come through the skylight because he didn't steal it because there is no him. You're putting in a false report, Ooh. man. Yeah, I know all the rims are over in that truck right there. You're insurance just trying to fraud. do an insurance scam. This fat idiot's all like, oh, buh, 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 buh. I wasn't expecting a cop to come in and know about all the crime stuff. This is maybe a super cop situation I got here. He's like, bro, you want to know how I knew that you were the bad guy? It's because you smell like. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, he kind of says that. that he kind of says that. So then Luke Wilson's like, oh, cold we can't go look in that truck. Uh, we need a warrant to search that thing. And Martin Lawrence is like. Luke Wilson, this is going to be one of the many times in this movie where I just do things illegally and everybody lets me because I'm Martin Lawrence and it's cool. Plus, it's 1999 and cops could still do that in movies, you know? You were allowed to, ooh, what do you think? Softness to the cookie. I've got some crumbliness going on here. Right? Mm, That's nice, huh? Some oatmeal. Yeah. Ooh, you can taste that raisin. It's a nice saltiness in there. Yeah. Not too sweet. Yeah, no. This is a good cookie, yeah. Not too sweet. doing the trick. Join us next week when Nate and I do diabetic shots on the air. Oh, yeah. Ew. On account of all the alcohol and sugar we had this week. Here. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he finds the rims and he's like, hey, guy, uh, don't try to pull one of these scams again. I'm going to let you off with a warning. Yeah. And Luke Wilson's like, why aren't we arresting him? He committed a crime. Yeah. I was like, man, this Luke Wilson guy sucks at being a cop. Yeah. I think Martin Lawrence is here to let him know how you do the job. Yeah. And his boss was like, hey, bro, just listen to everything Martin Lawrence says because he's yeah. a better cop. Those I read his reasons. jacket. Yeah. You know? This guy showed up with a fancy clothes on, so we're just going to assume yeah. he's a cop and he's now on the force. Yeah, and Martin Lawrence is like, hey, man, like, don't we just going to let this little shit go? And then he owes us one. And then Luke Wilson's like, oh, I get it. Oh, yeah, what's, sure. the, what's, uh, what's his line here? Uh, we let the little fish go so we can catch the big fish later. Sure. I got it. Rich. I got it. I don't think he does because there is no big fish in this situation. <laughs> like, there's just one guy trying yeah. to pull one scam. It's not leading you to any like yeah. grim mastermind or anything. So yeah. that's not what the situation is, Luke Wilson. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Martin Lawrence just didn't want to arrest a criminal because he was a criminal. 
Next scene, Martin Lawrence is driving, and he's driving yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. We're not following any fucking traffic laws yeah. this time. We're launching over hills to get in air. Move your busted-ass vehicle! <laughs> yeah, this is LAPD. We'll pop cap in your ass. That's yes, yes, an important thing that you're bringing up here is uh, Martin Lawrence's performance in this movie yeah. is just all screaming. Mm-hmm. He just screams mm-hmm. every line that he delivers mm-hmm. throughout this entire movie. He does the, hey, we're having a laugh, good time, Martin Lawrence, or he does the, oh, 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 Martin Lawrence. Two great Martin Lawrences right there, yeah. for sure. Um, at this point, he's just having fun being a cop. He's getting on the PA, yelling at people, driving around all crazy, throwing yep. out a siren. I wrote, it seems like he's completely forgotten about that diamond, that priceless diamond right. at the events at this point. Are we going to get back to that plot thread anytime soon in this movie, or are we just going to have some fun cop stuff going on? Also, Luke Wilson is terrified in this scene, but at the same time, trying to find out more about Martin on a personal connection so they can connect as partners. Yeah, right away, he's just like enthralled with Martin Lawrence. Yeah, we're supposed to be partners here, partner. Yeah. Spends the rest of the movie just like looking at him with goo-goo eyes, basically. Yeah. Well, that's that That's that sweet Texas charm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... Are they from Texas? I gotta assume so, yeah. They got that weird drawl. Yeah. All those Wilsons are... They get I, called to like a traffic accident yeah. after this, and Martin Lawrence is like, I need to go get some aspirin in this corner store. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens whenever a cop goes into a corner store yeah. in a movie, Matt. I wrote it you down as... stumble into a robbery. I wrote it down as corner store, too, because I was too drunk to write down convenience store at the time. And convenience is a hard word to write sometimes. I give it about four letters, and if Apple won't figure out what mm-hmm. word I'm mm-hmm. trying to spell... Then I just Apple give up. Just throws its hands up in the air and just yeah. like this guy's got to be drunk. Yeah. I got no idea I what he's give, trying to do. I just give up and I find a synonym. Is that it? Synonym? Yeah. Synonym. Close enough. It's at least a synonym of synonym. Right. There you go. It's an awkward situation because right. he stumbles into a robbery. Right. But the robber just happens to be his old getaway driver, Dave Chappelle. Oh shit! Who doesn't know how to react because he doesn't know that Martin Lawrence is pulling some sort of scam where he's yeah. pretending like he's a cop. He's trying to. We got some. Some comedy here. Yeah. Some misunderstandings. Comedy. Martin's trying to tell him secretly without, like, blowing everything. Yeah, like Dave Chappelle's just loud. He says and, everything yeah, loud. Yeah. And he's just kind he's of dumb idiot. in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, Martin Lawrence great. does tell him, put your hands on the oodles of noodles, which yeah. I thought was a funny yeah. line. I, I really laughed at his delivery of put your hands on the oodles. Put your hands on the pavement. Man, we're in a convenience store. There ain't no pavement. If I put it on the oodles of noodles, the chicken or the beef. What's up? That's a funny thing to call a product, oodles of noodles. Yeah. I noticed that it was just ramen, though. It, wasn't it was ramen. Noodles. Yeah, yeah, no. That's Martin doing a little improv, because yeah. he's like, you know what's funnier than ramen? Yeah. Oodles of noodles. Martin gets it. Funny words are funny he words. He's a genius, yeah. He knows Half what his... comedy is just saying funny words. He knows what his delivery is. Uh, Chase goes out into the alleyway, because Dave Chappelle's shooting a right. machine gun everywhere. Yeah. It gets kind of crazy, even though it doesn't really need to. Like we said, Dave Chappelle's an idiot. Yeah. Uh, Suddenly, all the cops have him cornered. It's a dead-end alley. William Forsythe shows up, and he's like, Hey, I'm in the movie, guys. And then let, we're let like, me join your crew. And then we're like, Oh, fuck! Is that Baby Oil and Blow Hall of Famer William Forsythe? Wouldn't you right know there? it? He's here, he's got a great mustache, and he's like, yeah. I know you guys are partners, but how about I just join for the rest of the movie, too? We could all hang out. Yeah, and he's doing that deep, husky William Forsythe voice where he's like, Yeah, you know oh, yeah, I'm a cop. Daddy. Ugh, I gotta be a cop sure. here. Uh, Martin Lawrence is like, hey, I'm going to talk this guy down. So yeah. he, he goes out. Puts Luke Wilson's up. concerned because he's like, he's high. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a great line. 
it does seem like this guy's pretty methed out. Martin Lawrence does a little negotiating. He's like, listen, man, I got a scam going. I'm going to cut you in on it. All you need to do, let me arrest you. Spend a night in jail. We'll One night. 20 grand. I'll give you 20 grand, man. So, you know, begrudgingly, Dave Chappelle agrees. Yeah. And then Martin Lawrence does some more Steven Seagal shit here. Yeah. Where he, like, just, like, really fucking this this guy to the ground. And everybody's like, holy shit. This Martin Lawrence is a physical specimen here. This Martin Seagal. We're all, we're all going to bug our eyes out and then talk out loud about how shocked we are and how physically impressive Martin Lawrence is for like five minutes this, during this scene. This Marty Seagal is quite yeah. the accomplished so Luke, cop. Luke Wilson goes from just like having just like a, wow, I'm really impressed by this guy, to having a buddy now, William Forsythe, yeah. where they can both just wild out and be like, holy shit, did you see what Martin did? It's Isn't awesome. Isn't he the coolest? He's the coolest guy I've ever seen in my life. He should have named his character Detective Marty Seagal. <laughs> Once again, we're just improving this movie right yeah, now. Yeah, opportunity missed. Could have got this thing up to $200 million probably. Probably, and a mm-hmm. cool 45% mm-hmm. on the tomatoes. Uh, next scene, Martin's up in the vents, because we're mm-hmm. going back to that diamond uh, subplot again. He's got to get yeah. that diamond. And I was kind of like, at this point, a little bit disappointed, because I don't really care about whether he gets his diamond back, but I do just like Martin Lawrence being a cop. Right. So... Hope he doesn't get it, so the movie keeps going. Is that some, what you're yeah, saying? Some ups and downs here going yeah. on in this movie right here. Um, he's he's looking for the diamond. We we hear that there was a flood, so like the diamond got washed away. We don't know where it is yep. up in these vents. Yep. He sees one of the like higher ups jerking off in his office. Which nah. Is weird. He's rubbing itch cream on his penis because he's got some kind of. He's definitely got his hand on his pants, and he's making a bunch of weird weird sounds with his yeah. mouth. And Martin Lawrence does one of his like oh Martin yeah. Lawrence reactions yeah. to it. Yeah. The next scene, when he's out of the vents, this guy comes up and introduces himself and tries to shake his hand. And Martin Lawrence is like, oh, man, there's oh, dick cream all over that hand. This can't is shake crazy. that hand. I'm laughing. You don't want to shake hands with a guy who's got dick cream all over it's his hand. It's gross. It's disgusting. Martin Lawrence does a real good job of selling that incredulous look, too. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, that's right. Give him a little credit Martin, here. Martin Lawrence looking at you like you're an idiot. That's... Yeah, that's not great. That's not a situation. If we're going to po- point out all the things that Luke Wilson does all the time, great. Mm-hmm. Then here's another guy that's made a career on all the time, and he's he's bringing the goods, man. We get a quick scene here where uh, Peter Green shows back up in the movie. He goes to Uncle Lou's and shakes down Uncle Lou, and he's like, what's up with Martin Lawrence? And he's like, oh, I made him cop IDs. He's trying to be a cop. And yeah. he's like, okay, now that I know that, I'm going to show up again in like another 40 minutes when this movie remembers that I'm part of the plot. Right. Doesn't matter. Just, just keep it in the back of your head that I'm in this movie, yeah. people. Yeah. But it was quickly. It was quick. Very quick. In and out. Because then Martin's back in the vents now. He's got a, a camera on a remote control car. He's sending Hell him yeah. through the vents. And he's walking around the police station, following this he's, thing, uh, trying he's, to find where the diamond is. He's tenacious, he wouldn't you say? He really is. But what you get here is he stumbles into a briefing. A bunch of cops hearing about some sort of heroin ring going on. And they're like, oh, it's a new cop, Martin Lawrence. Uh, Let's put you on the spot and ask you about a bunch of cop stuff. Yeah. In front of a whole room full of people. And he's like, well, I don't know how about cop stuff because yeah. I'm not a cop. I'm going to have to do a lot of improv here. Diaz is all like, what do you think about the P-31? And uh, he's all like, what do you think about the P-31, Diaz? Detective Diaz, you know? He's, he's got to do a lot of dancing here. He yeah. doesn't know what a P-31 yeah. is. Yeah. And then they start talking about the P-40. He's, he doesn't know what a P-40 is either, Matt. But they'd rather have that one. They would rather have that. So then he's like, well, we'll get rid of the P-31. And we'll get the P-40. And then All the once cops again, are everybody's on board like, now. wow, this guy is a genius. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is, is probably the, the greatest here. cop I've ever seen in my life. The 
man, the fucking lieutenant's like, this guy's a genius. Yeah. And the captain's like, we just got all the P-31s. And the, the lieutenant's like, don't you see it, captain? He's shaking mm-hmm. things up. He's getting results. We're doing a lot of being there type yeah. humor here. Yeah. The, the idiot character's saying nothing, and everybody thinks that he's a genius, and he just keeps getting propelled higher and higher. He's now the head detective on the police force. Yeah, rightfully so. Yeah, sure. He's, he's running stuff now, apparently. Yeah. Even though none of them know who he is. Hey, there's no history of him existing on paper. Anymore. Nate, don't worry about any of that because oh, okay. you forgot yeah. about the fact that Dave Chappelle's still locked up. Oh, so he's got to go in the interrogation room and uh, do some interrogating because Dave Chappelle's like, hey, man, uh, I'm still locked up. Yeah. You said you'd get me out of here. I want 50 grand now or I'm going to tell everybody everything. Oh, that's a lot more than the 20 we so talked Martin about. Martin Lawrence has to start, once again, using his, his mass, his bulk, his physical skills right. he does throughout this movie. Yeah. Just throwing Dave Chappelle around and beating the shit out of him. Everyone knows. Interrogation room. He's a martial arts genius and uh-huh. a bit of a Absolutely. bit of a presence. Probably if there was a scene where he had to cook something in this movie, it would be amazed at his chef skills, too. Yeah. Probably. Seagal would have wrote that in. He could probably self-heal, yeah, too. Yeah, so Forsyth and uh, Luke Wilson are watching through the two-way glass here, and they're just like, this is great. This guy's beating people up in the interrogation room. Yeah. This is what being a cop is all yeah. about. This guy's got it fucking Just putting hands out. to black folks, just mm-hmm. letting them have mm-hmm. it. Police brutality is still funny in 1999. Yeah. Not to Becky Barnett, though. Oh! Uptight lawyer Becky Barnett, the porn star. That porn star. She shows up, and she's like, Hey, quit beating up my client. And she's a uh, kind of like a pretty bad lawyer. Yeah, this just seems like she should yeah. be like uh, pulling some strings here, like uh, getting 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 this police thrown off uh, the force. Maybe like getting her client released because all this shit's happening illegally. But no, she's just like, hey man, stop it! I caught you beating the That's shit mean. out of him. Stop it! You shouldn't be doing that anymore. You got one over on me, but stop it! That's kind of her. Next scene, yeah. Luke Wilson walks into Martin Lawrence's office, and Martin Lawrence is up in the air vents again. He's yeah. like, what's going on with the air vents, man? You seem very focused on our air vents. Yeah, why are you so worried about the air vents? Also, I looked up your file, and yeah. it turns out there's no history of you existing as a human being. It's yeah. strange that it took this long into the movie for somebody to do that. This is, uh, this is one of my favorite lines of the movies oh, here. Hit us with it. When he takes... Mr. Young Mr. Wilson uh-huh. out in gotta the, take him out into the, the stairwell, stairway. And dress him down. He's just gotta let him know, like, I need you to keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. The reason why? This is a cesspool. That's right. He convinces him quick on his feet here, thinking. Yeah. He convinces him he's internal affairs. Yeah. There's no file on him because he's here to root out corruption. And why is that? Because this police force is a cesspool. Oh, boy, is a cesspool, Nate. Luke Wilson's like. It didn't seem like a cesspool. I don't know. Yeah. Martin Lawrence is like, well, it is. Yeah. That's a cesspool. So he buys it right away. He's like, oh, okay. Internal affairs. I'm on board. I won't tell anybody your secret. Uh, you and me, man. You and me to the end. Yeah. I wrote yeah. here, uh, Lawrence, uh, his acting style is mostly yelling and puffing his chest out a lot. He's kind of the closest modern equivalent to Don Knotts we have in that respect. Which is oh. the first time I've ever connected those dots there. Yeah. He's basically the modern Don Knotts. Yeah. Lawrence. Yeah. He does the... False bravado. A lot of yelling. Yeah, that's a great point. Like, he's just Barney fifing his way through this entire movie. Sure is. His whole police performance is based on that of Barney Fife. <laughs> wow. Good call. There's a robbery at the airport, we learn. Uh, some, some museum's 
priceless artifacts got stolen off of a cargo plane yeah. or something. The FBI's there, and uh, Martin Lawrence has to go to, he's told, because he's the head detective of the robberies division. So yeah. Of course he'd have to go there. FBI doesn't think so. He no. shows up, and they're like, this is FBI jurisdiction, man. Get your fucking low-rent LAPD ass out of here. Martin Lawrence is like, I don't give a fuck about no FBI. I'm Martin Lawrence. I'm the yeah. coolest guy in the room at all times. I'm going to dress you down and talk to you like you're an idiot. Yeah. And all the cops are like, oh, damn, did you see Martin Lawrence talking to the FBI? He's so fucking awesome. I love yeah. this guy. He's the coolest. Oh, real quick, though. Uh, before uh, the whole him and Luke Wilson thing, we <laughs> need to point out that he tracked the diamond oh. to the evidence room. That's right. Location yeah. is important it's now. up in the vents. It's in the, in the evidence, evidence room. room. He just needs to get spend there. Got to the rest of this movie trying to get in that evidence but, room. But he's at the airport now. Like you said, he's at the airport. The feds are giving him so run around. He's like, oh, man. He's like, I'm Martin Lawrence, man. A lot of stuff got broken here. Yeah. Uh, that's weird. And Martin Lawrence is like, listen, guys, I'm going to use my criminal knowledge to solve this crime immediately. I'm like yeah. the Dr. House of solving crimes. This, this wasn't a robbery. This was a drug smuggling operation. That old they hit a bunch of drugs and house. stuff, and then they smashed it up and got the drugs out. Yeah, that's the only trick in the book. Forsyth like, and Luke Wilson are like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? They don't bro? understand what drug smuggling is. Yeah. Like, as police detectives, yeah. Martin Lawrence has to just heard explain to them what drug smuggling is during the scene, and they're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Sounds right to me. Crazy. Martin Lawrence is like, you fire that shit in. You know, it's got to go to a bonded warehouse. You get a bonded truck. If you got the bonded truck, you can get That's the bonded right, yeah. clearance. Mm-hmm. Bam. We just got to find a bonded truck right yeah. now. That's where all the drugs are. Well, this trick in the book. Like, well, let me uh, radio the LAPD chopper. Uh, hey, guys, we're looking for a bonded truck. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's a truck over here. Go there's, to it. There it is. There's a truck. There's only one white box truck I found it. in Los Angeles. So yeah. we very easily found it. Well, they found that uh, white Bronco pretty easily. Go after it. Oh, wow. It's a th- throwback. I don't think any of our listeners are going to know what that reference means. Except uh, Tom Rock. He's old yeah, enough. Tom Rock's old as shit, man. But there's a good chance he also won't know about it because he's a... Uh... Oh, man. He really got under your skin this week with his, his bitching and complaining. No, I'm just letting him know what the people think about Blue Streak. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, uh, yeah, fucking uh, they pull over this truck and they're like, hey, guys, we know that you got all the drugs in the truck. You're under arrest. Guy driving the truck bolts. Martin Lawrence. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you talking about? Him. Are you talking about Bob from the hit television show Becker with Ted Danson? Yeah, that's right. I'm talking about Bob from Becker. Yeah. That's that's who's in this yeah. movie as a scumbag criminal. I shared a couple scenes with his receptionist oh, in that television wow. show. You also might Usually know. You don't her. like a bragger, but you, in this case, worth it. You also might know yeah, her info out there. as the pregnant teen from summer camp. Oh, summer school. Summer school. Yeah, so I remember that. Summer camp. Very fondly. That the girl thing. from Becker being in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so a, Martin Lawrence has very bad skin has to, has to chase after him. We basically have the just, foot chase just scene. Fucking just fucking karate kid a fly right, right out of the right sky. There. I'm sorry. We basically get the foot chase scene from Point Break here. Yeah, he how about be, it? They huh? just do like exactly the foot chase scene from Point Break. It's pretty good with a little bit of uh, Ferris Bueller. A little bit of Ferris Bueller, yeah. It gets a little comical, especially towards the end when the guy just uh, clotheslines himself on an actual clothesline and uh, is, is knocked out immediately. But... Let's be honest here. bullshit here. For a throwaway action comedy from 99, wasn't a bad Put foot together chase. well. Also, I liked that they managed to get a naked lady in there, and Martin Lawrence yeah. got to do one of his classic, like, 
double take. Damn. Yeah. Would have been nice if they showed the toddies. Yeah. But I, it was just nice that we got a little Martin Lawrence reacting to a naked this woman. This was a 1989 action comedy. Oh. We definitely would have seen that girl naked, yeah. unfortunately. All yeah. we see is a towel drop and then a cutaway. Because by 99, Come they on, were 99. like, you don't need tits and comedies. Yeah. Doesn't like American Pie came out and like it was a big deal that there was tits in a movie again. It was like the yeah. first time it happened in a while to the point where like it got that movie famous. And then it didn't really like did those, create a uh, renaissance of tits back to movies again. I feel like it should have. Did those uh what's the Vegas movies, the bachelor party movies? Um, the oh, the hangover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do those have the titties? I in? don't think, I don't that think they, they do. do. I don't right? remember any any nudity in there. No, no. Like why aren't those movies definitely would have had tons of boobs if it, they were nineteen eighties movies. Like why aren't showing Bimbo's big old titties uh-huh. funny yeah. anymore? No, yeah, that's classic comedy bit like bimbos aren't a aren't a part of comedy anymore like come on what the hell man yeah you fucking also tits and space balls is the best su- part of that movie support bimbo culture because we're at the bars mm-hmm. and bimbo still exists there's still oh, women yeah, around that are there. like isn't that funny i just showed you my tits <laughs> like why don't why isn't this a thing it. we still support i get it they're allowed to live their lives too, man. Okay, where am I at in this fucking movie? doesn't matter. They are at the airport. They, they, they had the drugs. They stopped line. the thing. He caught the mm-hmm. bob. Mm-hmm. Now they're they're back at the police station, and they're like, you got all the drugs. You guys did it. Yeah. yeah. Martin Lawrence is like, I got to get in that evidence room. Yeah, I'll take these drugs right heroin. there myself. And they're like, no, no, you can't go in there, man. You're not allowed until you interrogate the guy first. You got to do that, and then you can go in the evidence room. So he's like, oh, okay, we're dragging this thing out longer. Uh, let's do it. Another scene where I just beat the shit out of a guy in a fucking interrogation room. This is great, though, because this is where William Forsythe and Wilson are both watching. Forsythe, oh, yeah. he's like, look at the moves he's doing, mm-hmm. man. This guy's not fucking just an, a regular no. cop. This guy's a fed. Yeah, he's w- got to be. He's Wilson's, got fed training. Wilson's got no chill, and he's like, oh, so he told you, too. Mm-hmm. He's IA. Yeah. And Forsythe's Forsyth like, not no, buying it. He's man. like, no, look at that. He's got to have Navy SEAL training or yeah. something he says. yeah. He sees Martin Lawrence slamming the guy from yeah. Becker against the table, and he jumps to the conclusion: this guy's got to have Navy SEAL training. I think training. it was I think it was Wilson that jumps to that conclusion. <laughs> Forsyth's like, no, nah, that's federal training right there, and Wilson's yeah. like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. like a Navy SEAL. Sure, <laughs> they got Navy. Ooh, Navy SEAL. After this next scene of beatings, he gets his his way to the evidence room. He finds that diamond up in the rafters. But then comically, he drops it down into the heroin when somebody yells his name really loud. As he's, he's comedically like, oh, no! kissing it as he's fucking That's reunited into the movie here. So now we got uh, the drugs are getting wheeled out by yeah. the FBI. And he's like, oh, no, my diamonds in there. Yeah. I got to find a way to follow yeah. those drugs. We get some more crazy misunderstandings. Jack, you're what? <laughs> he yeah. stumbles his way into some sort of sting operation he's yeah. got to be a part of now. Well, he can't let the diamonds get away, oh. and the feds are like, oh, we're taking them to our location. He's like, wait, what if we take the drugs to the drug lord? Question yeah, mark? and then we could just arrest him for being a drug lord. And they're like, oh, man, we didn't think about that. Thanks, Martin Lawrence. You're probably yeah. the most genius cop we've yeah. ever seen. I respect you, even as an FBI guy. Yeah. FBI guys never respect cops in movies, Nat. Right. That's a thing that happens. I've seen Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Several times. Mm. Uh, also, at some point during all this, he lets Dave Chappelle out the back door of the police station. 
Yeah. Just like, go go run away. You're free now. He's like, I signed up for too much. There's a good chance I'm going to get killed mm-hmm. trying to just get yeah. this diamond back. Also, I don't want to pay you for the diamond, and I don't want you to be in jail, so just leave. Yeah. So I think people are going to notice that, though, when a prisoner goes missing. Probably check those security cams, but we, we don't have any time to worry about anything like that. We're, we're moving a, it along. Takes you a little longer than you'd imagine. Oh, wow. Uh, let's move on to the sting. Uh-huh. Uh, Martin Lawrence, uh, he's in the front of this truck. We're going to drive this truck to the rendezvous point. They they let the uh, the real driver back behind the wheel. Yeah. He's going to be part of this sting now, which Becky Barnett, the porn star, tells yeah. Martin Lawrence... Uh, keep your hands off of my clients during this whole thing. Yeah. You're not allowed to touch him. To which Martin Lawrence is like, I'm going to slam his face against the steering wheel of this car right now. And yeah. You're not going to do anything about it. Funny's Because funny. I'm Martin Lawrence. And you're just a dumb woman. I do whatever I want. Nobody in this movie and can tell me a, otherwise. And you're a dumb, dumb woman. That's, it's, it's, it's implied. Yeah. So then uh, he's like, everybody's like, okay, we're going to be doing this undercover sting using all these radios. So everybody's got to maintain radio silence. Blah, blah, blah. Martin Lawrence is like, no, I'm just going to blare a bunch of rap music during all yeah. this so we can't use the radios. And everybody's right. like, all right, I guess we got to let him do it. It's, but he Martin gets Lawrence. results. Yeah, fuck. It's like those old 50s and like 60s detective movies that are like, God damn it, but he gets results. That's right. This guy's getting mad results because they show up to the handoff. and uh, At a warehouse three. At a warehouse. We're going to end this movie at a big showdown at a warehouse. Yeah. Uh, we, got an, uh, we got a location. Record scratch here. What's though. up there? There's a bit of a... a, a Kink and his plans here. Uh, not only does Dave Chappelle show back up in the oh, what is he fucking doing there? Evil Peter Green also shows up. If you, remember, if you remember, he's in this movie too. He's spooky. You remember from forty minutes ago? He's also in this movie. He's spooky. So it's chaos. These guys are fighting over oh, the diamond. Man. They know Martin Lawrence has a diamond. Martin Lawrence is like, listen, I'm posing as a cop who's posing as a criminal. We're in the middle of a big sting here. You guys, we can't be fighting over the diamond right now. It's chaos, Matt. It it's is just chaos. chaos. It is chaos. A uh, drug lord guy picks up the box truck they're in with the crane with a big magnet on it, yeah. and moves it to like a second location, which is just more warehouse. I don't know. It's, yeah. I guess it was pretty cool watching that truck get picked up by the magnet, but not really necessary. They're still just in a warehouse location. Yeah, they just took them like fifty feet down the way. So then we get a bunch more like misunderstandings humor, mm-hmm. where everybody's playing all the different angles, and they're like, "Who are you? You're not who you're supposed to be." Yes, I am. I assure you. Mm-hmm. Why does that driver have a black eye? It seems suspicious. He's an idiot. Martin Lawrence is like, "Because I beat the shit out of white him. White people. I do what I want, basically." Yeah, I think that guy's like, Okay, Mexican, well, huh? take this gun and shoot Peter Green to prove that you're not a cop. Uh, these are some weird conclusions yeah. we're jumping to. He's here. like, thought, "All right." He shoots him in the Who's arm. Peter Green? Why is shooting him prove that he's not a cop? I don't know. There's, there's you a lot of stuff happening. You right would here. shoot another bad guy if you were a cop because you love bad guys. Yeah, no, it's weird. It's weird. Martin Lawrence does shoot Peter Green. Yeah. And Peter Green's like, ah, you dick. That hurt. I got shot in the arm. And then he, drug guy's like, no, Martin no. Lawrence. I meant F- a kill him. I need you shoot to him. kill shoot him. Shoot him in the heart with a gun. Martin Lawrence, I would have just shot him in the heart right here if I was him. Shot him in the dick. But Martin Lawrence, he's not an evil jewel thief. He's a good guy jewel thief, so he's not able to do it. FBI decides they've got to come in. Everybody, they raid this thing. Mm -hmm. It's chaos. Mm -hmm. There's action movie stuff happening everywhere. There's cops, there's guns, there's shootouts. Martin Lawrence, Peter Green, Dave Chappelle, they're fighting over the diamond in the midst of all this raid stuff going on. Yeah, A lot of loud noises, a lot of stuff happening. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, It's getting tight. During the fray, uh, Luke Wilson murders a man. Yeah. He just shoots a guy in the heart. 
Well, Martin poor, Lawrence. Poor innocent Luke Wilson. Uh, more importantly, Martin Lawrence murders a man, leaves his bead on the diamond to go save Luke Wilson. And in turn, when he saves Luke Wilson, Luke Wilson's like, thanks for saving me. I'm going to shoot that guy dead now. Right now. Just that's why that guy. I'm going to watch the life uh, drain out of his eyes. But Martin saved him so that he could kill him. That's important. That's important. important Um, So Green gets the diamond away from Martin. He hops in an armored truck and is driving it away out of the frack. He's like, I'm the bad guy from the mask. Go fuck yourself. Martin's like, well, I'm going to fucking Martin Riggs this fucking deal and just hang off the back of this truck because I need to get my hands on this diamond. Yeah. Big car chase going on here. The cops are chasing him. There's squad cars everywhere. Martin's hanging off the back of the truck. Dave Chappelle leave the movie at this point? What, what, what happens to Dave Chappelle? I don't think he shows up again. This was actually yeah, done. where my uncle showed up to pick up that lawnmower. Oh, things, yeah. Things started getting a little confused in my brain. I had yeah. a lot of different stuff going on. Yeah. That's all right. So, uh, oh, eventually they get to the checkpoint because they're at the Mexican border is what they're right. on here. So, uh, yeah. There's, there's a lot of a lot of cars in the way. There's a lot of machine guns being fired. Right. Peter Green just fucking plows through all that shit. He's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to go for it. Martin Lawrence foolishly jumps off the truck mm. here. Yeah, that's right. As they drive through the uh, American border into Mexico. Mm. So now Peter Green is in Mexico. Martin Lawrence is like, I got to get in the squad car and yeah. go chase him. And he's like, like, well, he's like, let's go arrest. Yeah. Everybody's like, he's in Mexico now. We're not allowed to go into different countries. It would create an international incident. Right. Martin Lawrence is like, I'm Martin told, Lawrence. I yeah. do whatever I want, man. I don't play by no rules. So he gets in the squad car. And Remember he just, when I was on all that cocaine? Drives over the border. Running down the street with a gun. Uh-huh. He brings that energy right into this right role into he's playing. Right into the movie. Yeah. It's so, all uh, a lot of, it wasn't, it wasn't a crime. It wasn't a thing that happened. He was just doing research for a role. That's right. Yeah. It's, Look it up. It's called method acting. Yeah. Oh, oh, Nick Cage gets a pass, but mm-hmm. we arrest Martin because he's mm-hmm. black. So like a dozen police cars creating a barricade, and like yeah. dozens of uh, machine guns and everything. Couldn't stop Peter Green. He plowed right through it, got into Mexico. But then Martin Lawrence rolls up in a one squad car with yeah. a flare gun. He sure he does. shoots a flare gun into that truck and then flips the truck. It's a good plan. So what dozens and dozens of men and lots of equipment can't do, Martin Lawrence can. Just call in Martin Lawrence, man. We fucking take care of this shit lickety split. He thinks a little harder than you do. Mm-hmm. That's right. Just say thank you. So, uh, yeah, trucks flipped. Peter Green's, uh, he's jostled. Yeah. And, um, at this point, does Martin get the, he handcuffs him to the, the, the flipped over truck and steals the diamond. Well, they talk him. for is a minute. They get, they get the guns pulled on each other. And it, uh, it's just like, a, oh, I'm getting out of here. Fuck you, Martin. And he's like, yeah, fuck you. Like, the cops are coming. Like, your only chance is we make a deal. You give me the diamond right now. I collar oh, you. Wow. I'll get you out of jail. I'll cut Tough you in. Him. We all make a little money. I, don't, I wouldn't cut him in. He like, double-crossed us. Or you just go to jail. Like, what do you fucking want to do? And, like, Deacon or uh, oh, fucking yeah. The Mask, he's like... He stole Deacon's he's Easter like, basket. Mm. He's like, I'm scared. I don't want to go to Mexico jail. They'll do bad things to me. He's like, that's right. They'll do bad things to your butt. Awesome butt jokes. And he makes, like, burrito yeah. jokes. Oh. Like, they're going to put burrito burritos in your, in your butt. butt. Oh. That's racist and yeah. homophobic. But, Martin but, Lawrence is killing it here in funny as funny. Funny is funny. And so he's like, all right, cool, man. I'll just give you the diamond. And he's like, nah, man, I got to make it look legit. And he cigals his ass one last time. Oh, that's when he does the roundhouse yeah. kick that I laughed out loud. <laughs> at, the, the, at the sight of Martin Lawrence trying to pull off a roundhouse kick like he's Chuck Norris or something. He barely got those toes to his chin. Oh, it was, it was rough. Yeah. Like... 
he should have stretched out a little bit, I think, maybe before that scene. A little bit more. Yeah. I like that he did his own stunts. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But then Peter Green has a gun and tries to pull it on Martin Lawrence. So Martin Lawrence shoots him in the heart and murders him. Yeah. Well, he pulled a gun on an officer. That's right. So you're he's, allowed. He's murdered. And uh, so that part of the movie's done. And you're like, okay, Martin Lawrence has got the diamond. Uh, the bad guy's dead. Probably roll credits. No, we've got some hanging threads here. We still have to worry about Luke Wilson and William Forsythe. Yeah, we can't make them look like completely. They're romance with Martin Lawrence. We need a little closure. Ended on a positive. Ended on a positive note. Feds are like, hey, buddy, you're nuts. We know you're not a cop. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck's going on here? Martin, what does he say? But Jesus is when he tells them he's a federal. I'm a federal. And Luke Wilson's like, yeah, I could see it. Yeah, I'm Mexican. Uh-huh. I'm my mother's father's side. Yeah, he's doing, he's doing some Martin Lawrence yeah, lying. Yeah. And everybody's buying it. So yeah, I, think. I could see it. But then yeah. Luke Wilson's like, hang on. I'm not really buying it. I'm not, as, out, I'm not as Luke Wilson as you Luke Wilson thought I, know I was. who you are. You're a famous jewel thief. Um, Miles Logan. I've known it for this whole time. Yeah. We're at odds because I'm a cop and you're a criminal. Dave Chappelle kind of pointed it out I need to arrest earlier. you right now. William Forsyth is like, yeah, he's the That's international a jewel thief. We're That's gonna, a good collar. It's going to be good for your career. And then Lucas is like, but maybe we're bros now. Maybe you, so maybe I don't arrest him. Maybe you taught me I let you go yeah. now. You help me later. You taught me how to be a cop yeah. and a man. And I yeah. appreciate you for that, Martin Lawrence. And how to fuck a lady. So now that we're right on the Mexico border, right. we're just going to say, you know, he got Adios. away. We couldn't do it. Adios. Yeah. Vaya con Dios. That's right. Buenos tardes, amigos. Time to say vaya con Dios. Martin Lawrence walks into Mexico. With the with the diamond, with Free a couple man. of new friends, just ready to live life. Couple of new lifelong friends, ready to move on to Blue Streak Two. Maybe uh, Mexican Boogaloo. Luke Wilson and William Forsythe have to join the Jewel Thievery team, and there's a little tension there. Like, ooh, cops have to pull How a crime for be? the good of everyone. It's not too late for us to make that movie. Uh, we Nate. can make one of those. Uh, 20 years later sequels. Why not? People want Blue Streak 2. Can we, can you do me a favor? Oh, sure. Yeah. Anything. Like Luke Wilson. Anything. Luke Wilson has to play like a Mexican dude in the gang where he's just got the long Richie wow, Tenenbaum yeah, hair and he's great. got just like a handlebar mustache. You can do so much more. The whole movie. Speaking broken Spanish, yeah. racist like, humor. Hey, I told you, S.A. Oh, that sounds so funny. Don't you know I'm crazy? I'm loving it right now. Here's my money. Yeah. One ticket to Blue Streak 2, please. Yeah. I bet we could get Luke Wilson or Owen Wilson to show up. I'll shoot him an email here during the break. Yeah. Uh, our listeners, you, you listen to some coming attractions. Yeah. And then when we come back. Hey, and don't forget, what? we what did this it? all for you, the listener. This yeah. is the movie you wanted to hear. We give a shit about we did the a listeners. Big vote. I say only that all Tom the time. Rock voted for Police Academy. This is the only person. Uh, Blue Streak is going to enter Judgment Day. It is. Somewhere in the Mediterranean, on this naval aircraft carrier, these men have been selected to write a page in military history. They are the best the Navy and Air Force have to offer. They've been brought together to form an elite squad of fighter pilots 
Their mission, one of national security and international concern. These are the fearless pilots. Seems no matter what I do, I end up hurting someone. The men who command them. Pudding. No, thank you, sir. I'll do my best. And the women who love them. Charlie Sheen. Never wanted to be a horse so much in my life. Lloyd Bridges. <laughs> Call them the best of the best. Call them... Eddie's! Hot Shots. The mother of all movies. <laughs> oh, God, I love this country. so big. It's bigger than Watergate. It's bigger than Oprah. So exciting. Hey, Scotty! Can you get this machine to work? I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. So explosive. You need two eyes to see it. National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon 1. Give it to me straight. Is this it? Be back on your feet in no time. Rated PG-13. Starts Friday, February 5th at theaters everywhere. Football! Are you ready for some football? We just like both Cephas. Yeah, it's fucking Sunday. Yeah. The sun is shining. Get a crock pot of chili going. Crock pot of chili. I don't know. Maybe order some Hooters wings. We had some date. You just want to come over, order some takeout Hooters, and uh, watch some football? The big game? You can if you want. Kickoff? Yeah. Kickoff's happening? I got 4K. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. With Whatever you here. want. We'll see how I'll be watching it till 1030. All this stuff. Oh, God. You that's got how plenty late, of time. That's how late to those football games go. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. There's people. Yeah. People watch that shit all day long. I come, I'd come earlier than later because by the end of it, I'm probably just going to be sad and not talking much oh, and like no. slap on the couch. Yeah. Get some childhood yeah. flashbacks to weekends spent at my dad's yeah. house with him screaming at the television. Right. I'll. Yeah. If you want a little of that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on over. Maybe I'll find something else to do. Real be like, you want to come sit outside with me while I smoke? Oh, yeah. That's These goddamn it! Lot. These motherfuckers! Goddamn oh, it! Matt's really mad about the football. Would you like that? Yeah. That no, sounds no, nice. That sounds like a nice find evening. Else to do. Before that, though, we got to get through this Judgment Day. Judgment Day. First things first. we go out to the world and see what you, the real people, the common folks, have to say about the film that we watched. Yeah. We read your reviews. We take them seriously. We, we really mull them over. Yeah. Matt, usually I get a couple of one-bullet reviews, usually. a couple of five-bullet reviews. That's so how we do see, it. Like, the whole gamut of uh, what people are out there saying. That's how we do this. This week, I didn't care to do that. No? Um, I was just like, who cares what people have to say on the one-bullet yeah. spectrum here? Let's get some, uh, just some, just a bunch of fives. Let's just read a bunch of five yeah. Ninja Star reviews of Blue Streak. And, oh. And then just wallow in what a great movie it is. I got one one-star review for you. Oh, okay. If you yeah, want, sure. Real Let's quick. hear it. Let's hear it right here. Uh, it's from uh, Baby Olin Blow uh -huh. listener and super fan. Sure, right? Uh, Tom Rock. Oh, digging at Tom Rock. And again. he was like... Going back to that Tom Rock. He world. was like, hey, man, like I watched Blue Streak, mm -hmm. and uh, here's my review of it. My name's Tom Rock, and I am... <laughs> That's right. Remember when he said that we should be more serious about the movies we talk about? Yeah. <laughs> That was that it's was my, shit. That was my favorite it's joke he hammest, wrote. That's the hammest thing I've heard in my life. Oh man. Yeah. Shit. Matt, 
Our first uh, five Ninja Star review is from a letterbox user named Doug McDoug. This guy. I thought was pretty close to Doug E. Doug, who this... is another great uh, African-American comedian that right. I'm a big fan of. Doug McDoug sounds like a fat white frat boy that I want to party with, though. This guy, he's, he's simple and to the point here. This is a quick one. Uh, Doug McDoug says, this was my childhood film. Five Ninja Stars. That's how a lot of Ivo Cobra (laughs) reviews start. Does he read those? I think he probably is a big Ivo Cobra fan is is what happened here. And he's just like, hey, if a movie's your childhood movie, you got to give it five Ninja Stars. That's that's the rules. Hard to argue with that. Uh, Hard to argue with his next one, too. A lot of good points being made here. Uh, Five Ninja Stars from Letterboxd user Johnny Bahama 27. Now that's a cool another, name. Another cool fucking that's name. That's a really cool These are name. All people who have life figured yeah. out. I've never respect so many reviewers until today. Johnny Bahama twenty seven says, "Blue streak." Mm-hmm. I'm just glad that I didn't have a brown streak in my underpants whenever that doe eyed Luke Wilson was put in danger. Right? Five ninja stars. Yeah. From Letterboxd user. That's a Johnny concern. Johnny Bahama twenty seven. This guy very taken with Luke Wilson. He was, yeah. He's a charming yeah. man. I get it. Okay, we gotta we gotta throw a meatier one in here, I think. So uh, okay. this is somebody who's really gonna dig into this movie and make some good points. Uh, this is a five Ninja Star review from IMDb user Night Zero Zero Night Double Zero. Okay, who says I saw Blue Streak with two of my friends the day it was released, and I must say that I was unprepared for the laughter that was waiting around the corner. Wow. The movie starts out on a serious tone, but quickly escalates to a less serious tone when Lawrence's character is released from prison. Mm. I don't want to give anything away, so you'll have to see it for yourself. Absolutely. I recommend this movie to anyone who loves to laugh, and even to people that have a hard time laughing. So get ready for loads of laughs. And don't get mad at the person next to you if Dr. Pepper sprays out of their nose from laughter. Goddamn right. Five Ninja Stars from comedy fan Night Double Zero. Night Double Zero gets it. Loves to laugh. Yeah. At this last Five Ninja Star. Okay. I found is a thinker. This is one that sticks with you here. Okay. Uh, This is from uh, an IMDb user named Blessed Blessed. Spelled with a T. Blessed. Blessed, mm-hmm. blessed, both are spelled, or is it like both are? Yeah, oh, okay. both are. All right. Blessed says, "This happened to a buddy of mine. Real wild ride that transcends borders." Five ninja stars from Blessed Blessed, who's fucking relating to this movie on a personal level. You see my face <laughs> right now. It's happened to a buddy of mine. You Matt. caught me off guard, sir. Real wild ride that transcends borders. How do we get a hold of this guy so that you and I can start hanging out yeah, with his I want, buddy? I want a little bit more of this story. Can we get this guy on the show? He sounds like he's got some stories to tell. That's for sure. Somebody needs to get him on some sort of podcast. We'll shoot that guy an email. If not, it just made me realize we got to get fucking Archibald Poplowski on the show. Oh, to just guy. tell a couple shows or ca- tell a couple stories. I can weave some webs. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah. Every crew's got a best drunk driver. He was ours. <laughs> he was definitely ours. Okay. Drunk drive through a Precision. tornado. My goodness. Matt, what is your final thoughts and your Ninja Star rating for Martin Lawrence's epic action comedy, Blue Streak? Nathan, I'm glad you asked me, and I've uh, been yeah. going back on forth with this mm-hmm. with a lot, because mm-hmm. 
because I care. And I don't want to say the wrong things. I just want to say the right things. I'm wow. going to be perfectly honest, wow. you know. Um, this movie was met with a lot of controversy and debate and skepticism, mostly like from it? Baby Oil and Blow oh, Superstar sure. fan yeah. Tom Rock. Yeah. But here's the thing. Sticking in your craw. is a really relevant film. Oh, you know? sure. In today's social climate, do, more do, relevant than should ever. I even go on like no. I mean it says it all right there but this movie like you said this was the very like just reaching the end of people being like yeah we'll pay some money for a little action comedy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let's do a little Til- blow them up shoot them up out put the final but have a good coffee. time right God, right? That was awful. Yeah, this is 99. and Fucking yeah. Kevin Smith is terrible. We might find a couple examples in those early aughts, but goddamn, if they're not going to be mm-hmm. hard to find. Mm-hmm. This was a this was a staple right here. I think you get a, you get a fucking uh, the movie he did with Guaranteed Steve Zahn after this, oh, wow. where they were both cops. Sounds National like s- reports. I don't even remember what it was. It wasn't very good. Either way. Sounds great. This is a kind of a lost genre here, Nate. And uh, it's a it's a genre that Baby on Blow needs to hang a hat on. Action comedy is important. That's why we talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. That's why mm-hmm. we were gonna talk about Police Academy, but we could just give a whole month to that. Tom Rock, yeah, you, you idiot. There's a million Spending movies year talking of those. about all the Police Academies. Yeah, we just got to find that rare six week month where we can cover <laughs> all the fucking Police Academies because I want to know about the work they did in Moscow. Yeah. Okay. How did they get to Moscow? I'm a bit of a completist, if you will. Mm-hmm. But hey, Martin Lawrence. Simon Miami Beach. Bet there's some boobs in that movie. Oh, I hope so. If not, we'll be the boobs. Martin Lawrence is doing real work oh. after a high-profile arrest. That's true. Luke Wilson is doing some of his Luke Wilsonisty work right here, okay? Mm, yeah. This is a great movie. It gets wow. off to the races. Do I hate that it comes to a screaming halt for the second and third act? Mm. Absolutely. So there's a part of me that's <laughs> okay. like, hey. Okay, so you think that happens to Maybe. I wasn't, I wasn't sure. Maybe we should only give this movie like three stars. Mm. But you got to consider how much Martin Lawrence work and Luke Wilson work that Mark Martin Wilson and Luke Wilson do sure, in this movie. Those guys. And you can't go lower than three Just and a half. station them together. You can't go lower you than cannot. three and a half. Because also, three. William Forsyth is in it. That's I could right. probably go 3.75, mm-hmm. but I'm not a lunatic. Okay, wow. And I understand when I love wow. a movie, mm-hmm. and I just got to, you know, cut the cord. Three and a half. That's very reasonable of you. I think that's, I think that's respectable, mm-hmm. what I've just said. Blue streak. And if you don't say that, you're an idiot. Blue streak. No Blue pressure. Haunting me here. Yeah. Matt, this is a movie uh, doesn't really have any sort of story whatsoever. Doesn't need it. It's, has no character arc. Who wants it's it? Just about a jewel thief trying yep. to get his jewel back. Yeah, he's got. We're supposed to care about got that drive. for some reason. Like he doesn't learn how to be a good person or anything. He's just uh, still a, a scumbag thief at, at the beginning of the movie and the end. So basically, you're hanging your hat here on a. Uh, how much do you think Martin Lawrence wants that diamond? Is funny. <laughs> that's that's how much you're gonna like this. Movie. How bad does he want uh, that? How much diamond? do you respond to Martin Lawrence screaming? Because yeah, sure, this movie's got Luke Wilson, and I do love those couple scenes where him and Martin Lawrence are out solving crimes together. They are. And I wish a lot more of this movie could have been that. Yeah. Because you could have gotten Luke and Luke Wilson like being the funny straight man. Sure. He's, this guy sure. can pull off jokes, and they're not yeah. really asking him to do that in this movie. 
William no. Forsythe. He's really just being Luke Wilson. We've seen Dukes Bigelow. This guy can fucking do some bits. Oh, he's got chops. I'm saying we got an action comedy here. Why is only one character allowed to be funny? I mm. think we got some great mm. people in this cast. I would have liked to have seen them do more. I don't care about a diamond and who's going to get the diamond. No, you don't. Peter Green's character is nothing. He shows up for like five minutes yeah. just so he can have an action climax. It's kind of like his career. Yeah, it's kind of wasted there. So. Yeah. Not a good movie, Blue Streak. Wow. I go as far as to say it's a bad movie. Wow. I am a big fan of uh, Martin Lawrence yeah, screaming are. and doing bits and putting in hillbilly yeah, tunes. Yeah, so I'm going to go middle of the road. I'm going to go two and a half bullets. Uh, I think Blue that's Street a little here. weak. So, yeah, I think three and a half is a little, little strong. Well, a little strong there. I know what you like. Hot, fresh pizza. I got the hot pizza. Uh, I, I love to laugh. Cut down to it. I'm just a guy who loves to laugh. Yeah. That's why we're doing a couple more weeks. You gave it two and a half. I know, you, I know you didn't hate it, you old son. Action so. comedies. We got them coming. This is, we're going to cap way off. Of saying you liked it. Cap off this month big. The big back-to-back Estevez Brothers yeah. fucking showdown. That's why Police Academy got fucking bumped out yeah, of the picture tom rocks we got big plans involving the estevez brothers yeah uh starting it off with a little chuck sheen movie i like to call hot shots that we're gonna be mm. watching mm. fucking next week here mm. on the podcast so put that one on your calendars yeah. people you want to you want to be able to follow along and know what we're talking that's about. a big one it's a fucking oh, that's the, I can't wait to see how much money that movie made i remember it being gigantic all of it, I remember it like from what 90s. i recall all of it Big time. Big you a, time. You get a John Cryer in there. Oh, nothing better. But like, Who's funnier? Every pe- Who's funnier e- than John Cryer? Everybody's like, man, how about their chemistry in mm-hmm. fucking Hot Shots oh. when they were like, bro, we made that awesome movie Hot Shots. You want to make a TV show mm-hmm. together? Because we, we got the most so much wildly successful fucking TV chemistry. show of all time. Yeah, you idiots. You guys don't even realize. Mm-hmm. Put, put on some bowling shirts and uh, get ready to talk some Chuck Sheen. Put on your favorite QT Marshall shirt and show up next week when we're here on the Baby Oil and Blow talking about hot shots and duels because it's Baby Oil and Blow. Stay single. It's a long road when you're on your own and it hurts when They tear your dreams apart